Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I know that I've discussed with you guys in the past, um, I've discussed the concept of coincidences or if you want to call them synchronicities and I've talked about Carl, Carl Jung, the philosopher and I think he was a psychologist psychologist too back in the 50s um and I've had some of this stuff happen lately and like I said I've told you guys before um I don't identify as a psychic I don't know if I'm clairvoyant I don't know if that's real or if it's not but when this stuff happens I like to talk about it on this podcast because I like to catch it and record it get it on recording while it's happening Um, and I have noticed over the years, this stuff tends to happen with my TV. And I've noticed other people have said that over the years too, that, you know, and, you know, some people will say, well, it's just what you're noticing or it's what you're wanting to notice. Well, I wasn't wanting to notice this whatsoever. And this happened twice today. Um, it actually happened twice since I got home from work, which was about three hours ago. Um, and it happened the other day too, where, when I mentioned I was watching a movie, I was watching Fight Club and I had rented Donnie Darko. And I told you guys, I had just done that podcast about um, dissociative identity disorder and multiple personalities um, as part of that. And those two movies were about that. And whenever I rented those movies, I'd rented them the day before, not thinking, you know, I want to run a movie about somebody with pers- like identity disorder. I just wanted to rent one of my favorite movies, um, which I knew they, you know, I knew what they were about, but I didn't rent them because I wanted to rent something related to dissociative identity disorder. The two things had nothing to do with one another, but I thought it interesting that, um, You know, I happened to do a podcast about that and then watch the movie, you know, not long after. And they were so similar. Um, And that might be minute and something, you know, small. But what just happened the last three hours was eerily on point, I have to say. And and one of them. So I had done an episode maybe two days ago or it might have been yesterday where I talked about the book that I was reading about Ted Kaczynski. And, you know, I don't think I've ever mentioned on my podcast before ever Ted Kaczynski. And I told you guys about two weeks ago about an episode of America's Most Wanted. And it had Elizabeth Smart on it. And Elizabeth Smart was talking about child abductions. And I thought you guys might relate to it. Um, And I, I told you guys I felt like I could see some some PTSD when she was speaking about it because she didn't exactly answer the question on the show. So I told you guys I was going to start um, recording America's Most Wanted. And so tonight, today's Monday, they had a new episode of America's Most Wanted. And it was an episode about this guy who like killed his sister and her husband and then burned the house down. And they think he's out in the woods. And the host, John Walsh, said... That guy reminds me of Ted Kaczynski hiding out in the woods. And I thought, 
Well, that's funny. You know, I I don't ever hear anybody mention Ted Kaczynski, and I watch true crime stuff all the time. They usually mention Dahmer or Ted Bundy or all these other people. Um, John Wayne Gacy, you know. um, They don't usually mention Ted Kaczynski because he was a little bit different. Um, But John Walsh mentioned him tonight, and I just thought, well, that's that's interesting um, because I just mentioned him yesterday. So, you know... I mentioned him on my podcast, and this was a brand new episode of the show. I had no idea that they were going to mention him. Um, and I guess it's on Hulu tonight. The Like, they redo the show on Hulu. I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I just thought it was kind of interesting. But then, something really weird happened. And I had... I mean, I told you guys that I watched the show of The X-Files... I don't have every episode memorized. Um, most people don't have every single episode memorized. But I happen to watch the last episode of the very first season because that one is one of my favorites. And as the episode was ending, I was picking up some magazines that I checked out from the library, Scientific American Magazine, because um, one of them I thought was really cool was about the Voyager. And it was this uh, space probe that was built in the 70s. And this is the July 2022 edition of Scientific American. But it's a magazine from the library that I checked out, and I'm going to take it back tomorrow. So I was going to look at it one more time. And I had mentioned to a relative who was watching the comet last week go through the sky. Um, They actually missed it because it was cloudy out. But I I had told them about the Voyager, um, and they thought it was really neat. And I just I decided to check the magazine out a second time. And uh, as I was literally reading about the Voyager, literally, um, and there's like a record in here. So they put a record in the Voyager, um, like a music record. And it says in here, each Voyager carries, I guess there are two Voyagers. Each Voyager carries a golden record of sounds and images from Earth in case the spacecraft are intercepted by an extraterrestrial civilization. Engineers put the cap on Voyager's one record before its launch. Um, But that's inside the Scientific American magazine. And so when that episode of the X-Files was ending, you know, I was thinking, okay, it's it's over. I'm probably going to turn the TV off and go to bed. The second episode automatically kicked in the next episode. And it was season two, episode one. And as I'm reading this article... Like, I literally had just picked up the magazine. I was reading it about the Voyager. The beginning of the episode on the X-Files, season two, episode one, they were playing music on the record of the Voyager. And they showed the Voyager in the ep- the very first thing on the episode. They're, they're playing music and it shows outer space and they show the Voyager. And it, you can hear Mulder doing like a narration talking about the the Voyager and what its purpose was and the playing of the music. And I thought, no way. Like, that's literally what I was reading. Like, it, I was literally reading it. And he's on TV talking about it. And I thought, weird. And I remember back, it was after Halloween. Um, I think it was the first week of November. And I hadn't bought, I hadn't bought this magazine or newspaper 
probably in a decade. I occasionally might buy it just because I think there's some interesting story on it. But the first week of November after Halloween, um, and that's an important part of this, it was after Halloween. Um, so it wasn't a Halloween edition is what my point is. I bought a, a, um, a version of the, what's it called? The, uh, National Enquirer. Um, and you can take that for however you like it, but, um, I don't remember even what was on the cover, but it was something that got my attention, but I was going through it and I think I told you guys I'd rented the movie Silence of the Lambs, which I hadn't seen in years. And I was literally watching the movie and it was at some certain point in the movie. It was like half an hour in and I can't remember specifically why that half an hour point had to do something particular. But as I was watching Silence of the Lambs, um, the... I think it might have been the song. They're playing that song, American Girl or something like that. But um, I was going through the Inquirer, and in the Inquirer, they had a picture of Donald Trump wearing the Hannibal Lecter mask. And I was like, well, that's strange that I, I'm watching a movie I haven't seen in years, and I buy this thing that I don't think I bought in a decade. And I don't even remember why I bought it now, but there was something on the cover that got my attention. But I thought, I'm watching this, and literally there's this photo that's of the movie in the magazine that I'm holding and reading while it's on TV showing this same thing. And I thought, this is weird. This is strange. Like, And it was a whole article about how some Donald Trump had said at a rally... I, I like that movie, or I like, I think what he said was, I like Hannibal Lecter, but he really meant, he was he meant to say, I like the actor, Anthony Hopkins, or he likes me. I think he said, he likes me. So he said something like, Hannibal Lecter likes me, or something like that. And, you know, it sounded silly, though, um, I guess, because he meant something different. I don't know. Something along those lines. But this, it just reminded me of that because I thought I'm literally holding a magazine, reading about the Voyager, and this episode plays this exact scene out of all episodes of all scenes. The show was on for like 10 years or something or eight years. That's the scene that is shown. And I just thought it was so strange. Um, I just wanted to come on and mention it. And like I said, I had no idea John Walsh was going to mention, of all people, Ted Kaczynski. That's somebody that you just don't normally hear about ever. They usually go into, you know, more common types of murderers on America's Most Wanted. You know, kidnappers or um, a typical type of serial killer or whoever. They don't usually go into people who hide out in the woods and do some big grand plan like that um i just thought it was really strange um but i've I've talked to you guys before about you know clairvoyance and you know seeing things clearly and i've talked told you guys before about that whenever i mentioned in my last episode the uh, paper i wrote for college and the religious movements and religious leaders that i think 
were really the root of what led up to the Civil War. It was their religious convictions to end slavery. And one particular guy who I wrote a paper about um, started a church movement in the town, in a town where I did Underground River history. And then when I was going to present a, a TV documentary about him type thing on PBS, um, I found out that the guy who portrayed him in a play about the 100 year anniversary of his church, the guy lived in my house and it was just so weird. And I just thought, well, this is so strange. And, and I really think that that guy, um, that guy was Mr. Spink, but the guy I wrote the paper about was Elihu and that's who he was portraying was Elihu Wolcott and his congregational church movement is what started a westward movement of that church out of New England. And when the party of Abraham Lincoln got their name, they got it in Ripon, Wisconsin, in the Congregational Church. But I don't think that that church would have been there if Elihu Wolcott hadn't have broke um, the rules and started that church movement outside of New England. So I don't think there would have been that church in New England or in Wisconsin. Because that would be obviously outside New England. Um, and that church was particularly extremely anti-slavery. They did not want slavery to expand. And the congregational churches were very much known for that. But Elihu's movement started it. He really, he, he changed things. He created a schism. Um, and then it's, you know, history from there. Um, and he actually ran against Abraham Lincoln for Congress as well. But most people don't know that because Peter Cartwright ran against him too. And Peter Cartwright got all the attention because he's a more well-known figure. But I just find it so uh, fascinating. Um, and by the way, in the same edition of Scientific American, the July 2022 edition with the Voyager on it. Um, there's a good article in here about mental illness and dementia that you guys might want to read on your own, but it's by Claudia Wallace. She's an award-winning science journalist whose work has appeared in the New York Times, Time, Fortune, and the New Republic. She was science editor at Time and made managing editor of Scientific American Mind. But this article is called Mental Illness and Dementia, why do psychiatric conditions multiply the risk of cognitive de decline? Decline. Um, but the the main part in here that made me want to share it is that um, it says a. Uh, they suspect that a more significant risk factor is the chronic stress associated with having a psychiatric disorder which may degrade brain health over time. Studies in animals, as well as human autopsy studies, have linked chronic stress, which I always tell you guys, that's what, like the heart of the, the matter in regards to complex PTSD. Chronic stress leads to all that distraction and everything terrible. Um, so they say, have linked chronic stress to a loss of neural connections in the hippocampus, the brain's memory center, which is where Alzheimer's takes a heavy toll. 
Evidence suggests that stress drives inflammation and immune dysregulation in the body and brain, impacting brain connectivity, says Harvard Harvard University neurologist and dementia researcher Stephen Arnold. So he says if you have fewer connections and synapses to begin with because of stress, then you can't afford to lose as many with aging before it starts to show up with what we might call dementia. In other words, people with mental illnesses may have less cognitive reserve, brain power that is sufficiently robust to withstand normal aging without obviously obvious loss of function. And it goes on and on, and that's on page 25 of this edition of Scientific American. But um, it's a it's a longer article than that. That's just part of it. But I wanted to share a little bit of that. And some of the things that can really help with that um, are diet. Like I've said before, you know, eating leafy greens, fish, things that are good for your nerves, your nervous system, your nerves, and exercise, walking, crossword puzzles, um, strategy games. All those things are really good for your your brain. So I wanted to share a little bit of that, that there is an article inside this same piece about the Voyager. But I don't know if you guys have things like this happen to you. Um, but literally, I mean, imagine if you were reading... I mean, this is a really specific article, right? About the Voyager, and then a show mentions the Voyager. Um you know, I, I wasn't expecting that to happen. Um, and again, this has been happening more often lately. And I'm not searching for it, by the way. You might say, well, I'm looking for it, and I'm not. I mean, I was just planning on reading an article and going to bed soon. I wasn't planning on them talking about the article I was reading about as I was reading it. Um, so, you know, I don't know why this happens more often at certain times. Like, I feel like it's happened quite a bit in the last maybe three days um so who knows maybe i'll do an episode about something so totally random and something that you would never think that you would hear anything on tv or anything anybody repeat you know like um super something so random that i just it wouldn't be something that you would hear on tv or on the radio, or from a colleague, but I don't know. Anyway, I wanted to share that, and again, I don't know if that's something that you guys deal with, um, anything to do with clairvoyance, or anything to do with dreams, because I've had dreams about things I've told you guys about, and then they happen. I don't know. I don't know why this stuff happens. I have no clue. I wish I knew. I wish I knew why it happens, and what I'm doing that's making it happen. That's what I want to know. What am I doing that's making it happen? Because sometimes it doesn't happen at all. And then other times it's just over and over and over. So, you know, I would like to know what I'm doing that's making it happen. Because it's not me searching for it. I had no idea John Walsh was going to mention the same exact guy that I did a podcast about yesterday. That's somebody I never hear anybody talk about. But... Who knows? This is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.